section fifty five part three chapter one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez translated by charlotte brewster jordan this librivox recording is in the public domain part three chapter one after the marne at the end of october the desnoyers family returned to paris dona luisa could no longer live in biarritz so far from her husband in vain la romantica discoursed on the dangers of a return the government was still in bordeaux the president of the republic and the ministry making only the most hurried apparitions in the capital the course of the war might change at a minute that little affair of the marne was but a momentary relief but the good senora after having read don marcelo's letters opposed an adamantine will to all contrary suggestions besides she was thinking of her son her julio now a soldier she believed that by returning to paris she might in some ways be more in touch with him than at this seaside resort near the spanish frontier chichi also wished to return because rene was now filling the greater part of her thoughts absence had shown her that she was really in love with him such a long time without seeing her little sugar soldier so the family abandoned their hotel life and returned to the avenue victor hugo since the shock of the first september days paris had been gradually changing its aspect the nearly two million inhabitants who had been living quietly in their homes without letting themselves be drawn into the panic had accepted the victory with grave serenity none of them could explain the exact course of the battle they would learn all about it when it was entirely finished one september sunday at the hour when the parisians are accustomed to take advantage of the lovely twilight they had learned from the newspapers of the great triumph of the allies and of the great danger which they had so narrowly escaped the people were delighted but did not however abandon their calm demeanor six weeks of war had radically changed the temperament of turbulent and impressionable paris the victory was slowly restoring the capital to its former aspect a street that was practically deserted a few weeks before was now filled with transients the shops were reopening the neighbors accustomed to the conventional silence of their deserted apartment houses again heard sounds of returning life in the homes above and below them don marcelo's satisfaction in welcoming his family home was considerably clouded by the presence of dona elena she was germany returning to the encounter the enemy again established within his tents would he never be able to free himself from this bondage she was silent in her brother-in-law's presence because recent events had rather bewildered her her countenance was stamped with a wondering expression as though she were gazing at the upsetting of the most elemental physical laws in reflective silence she was puzzling over the marne enigma unable to understand how it was that the germans had not conquered the ground on which she was treading and in order to explain this failure she resorted to the most absurd suppositions 
one especially engrossing matter was increasing her sadness her sons what would become of her sons don marcelo had never told her of his meeting with captain von hartrott he was maintaining absolute silence about his sojourn in villeblanche he had no desire to recount his adventures at the battle of the marne what was the use of saddening his loved ones with such miseries he simply told dona luisa who was alarmed about the possible fate of the castle that they would not be able to go there for many years to come because the hostilities had rendered it uninhabitable a covering of zinc sheeting had been substituted for the ancient roof in order to prevent further injury from wind and rain to the wrecked interior later on after peace had been declared they would think about its renovation just now it had too many inhabitants and all the ladies including dona elena shuddered in imagining the thousands of buried bodies forming their ghastly circle around the building this vision made frau von hartrott again groan ay my sons finally for humanity's sake her brother-in-law set her mind at rest regarding the fate of one of them the captain von hartrott he was in perfect health at the beginning of the battle he knew that this was so from a friend who had conversed with him and he did not wish to talk further about him dona luisa was spending part of each day in the churches trying to quiet her uneasiness with prayer these petitions were no longer vague and generous for the fate of millions of unknown men for the victory of an entire people with maternal self-centeredness they were focused on one single person her son who was a soldier like the others and perhaps at this very moment was exposed to the greatest danger the tears that he had cost her she had implored that he and his father might come to understand each other and finally just as god was miraculously granting her supplication julio had taken himself off to the field of death her entreaties never went alone to the throne of grace some one was praying near her formulating identical requests the tearful eyes of her sister were raised at the same time as hers to the figure of the crucified saviour lord save my son when uttering these words dona luisa always saw julio as he looked in a pale photograph which he had sent his father from the trenches with kepis and military cloak a gun in his right hand and his face shadowed by a growing beard oh lord have mercy upon us and dona elena was at the same time contemplating a group of officers with helmets and reseda uniforms reinforced with leather pouches for the revolver field-glasses and maps with sword-belt of the same material oftentimes when don marcelo saw them setting forth together towards saint honore des Lots, he would wax very indignant they are juggling with god this is most unreasonable how could he grant such contrary petitions ah these women and then with that superstition which danger awakens he began to fear that his sister-in-law might cause some grave disaster to his son divinity fatigued with so many contradictory prayers was going to turn his back and not listen to any of them why did not this fatal woman take herself off 
he felt as exasperated at her presence in his home as he had at the beginning of hostilities dona luisa was still innocently repeating her sister's statements submitting them to the superior criticism of her husband in this way don marcelo had learned that the victory of the marne had never really happened it was an invention of the allies the german generals had deemed it prudent to retire through profound strategic foresight deferring till a little later the conquest of paris and the french had done nothing but follow them over the ground which they had left free that was all she knew the opinions of military men of neutral countries she had been talking in biarritz with some people of unusual intelligence she knew what the german papers were saying about it nobody over there believed that yarn about the marne the people did not even know that there had been such a battle your sister said that interrupted desnoyers pale with wrath and amazement but he could do nothing but keep on longing for the bodily transformation of this enemy planted under his roof ay if she could only be changed into a man if only the evil genius of her husband could but take her place for a brief half hour but the war still goes on said dona luisa in artless perplexity the enemy is still in france what good did the battle of the marne do she accepted his explanations with intelligent noddings of the head seeming to take them all in and an hour afterwards would be repeating the same doubts she nevertheless began to evince a mute hostility toward her sister until now she had been tolerating her enthusiasms in favor of her husband's country because she always considered family ties of more importance than the rivalries of nations just because desnoyers happened to be a frenchman and karl a german she was not going to quarrel with elena but suddenly this forbearance had vanished her son was now in danger better that all the von hartrotz should die than that julio should receive the most insignificant wound she began to share the bellicose sentiments of her daughter recognizing in her an exceptional talent for appraising events and now desiring all of chichi's dagger thrusts to be converted into reality End of section 55